Welcome to Fueled by Faith, a podcast that shares the testimonies of sports people who compete for a glory greater than themselves. Welcome to Fueled by Faith, episode one. I'm Ilana Whitnell. Friends, call me Lani. <laughs> I've represented Australia in the heptathlon as part of the Winter Olympic Shadow Bobsled Team, and now I play Rugby Sevens. This is my story of how I came to find God. First and foremost, I'm going to share my testimony. I was fortunate enough to grow up in a Christian home, meaning from a young age, I was baptized, I went to Sunday school on Sundays, and mum and dad taught me essentially about what being a Christian was about. It wasn't until I was nine or 10 that I made that decision for myself that being a Christian was more than just attending Sunday school, saying prayers every night, and being a good person moralistically, because that's just how my parents brought me up. When I was nine or 10, I attended a SUFM or beach mission, which is Scripture Union Family Mission. And it was in the Christmas holidays. Um, it was essentially like a camp, a crusaders camp. This is where I came to find God for myself, for real. I learned that I had to ask to be in relationship with Jesus. It was then I think I experienced his spirit for the first time. It was like something woke up inside of me. And John 10, 10 says, I come in order that you may have life and have it to the full. And I think then was sort of a glimpse of what I was missing out on in my life. Even though I was so young, um, it was like I experienced his fullness for real for the first time. It was then I also realized that my life was more than just living for achievements, goals, and dreams. It was about Jesus and sharing how he had changed my life, my outlook on life, and how he has given me eternal life. Now, the definition of being a Christian to me has, I guess, really evolved as my walk with God has to evolved over the years through different seasons and um, through just experiencing him. It's funny, I believe Christianity is a verb rather than a noun. It's about flowing, moving and growing. Being a Christian to me is not about keeping with rules and regulations, performing rituals or even just about going to church. It's about relationship rather than religion. A relationship with Jesus Christ, walking beside me, running beside me, tackling beside me even, and being with me through all seasons, not just on the track and the field. It's not a dictatorship. Being a Christian is a friendship. How do I know for sure that God is real and living and not just a cloud in the sky or not just what we read about in the Old Testament. 
I know for real, after experiencing God and how he has worked in my life, I can't not afford to believe that he is real and he's walking alongside me each day. Through reading his word, growing as a Christian, as I've gotten older and understanding that he's with me through all phases of life, the good, the bad, the hurdles, metaphorical and physical. <laughs> I've found that uh, God's presence is ever growing. Faith is a funny thing. It's believing in something that we essentially cannot see. Now, I know for non-believers that it is a really hard concept to grasp, that you put all this faith and uh, that you believe and pray to something, but you can't see. Fortunately for me, I've been able to witness God work real-life miracles in my life, and that's the proof for me that he is very real and alive. I'll briefly explain these to you, but I've experienced a range of God things in my life. When you say you have like no explanation for something, it's inexplainable. It's too much of a coincidence. I call that a God thing. And I believe that's Jesus Christ working through me. Through prayer and belief, God pulled me through the other side of a new death experience. Now, this happened while I was driving a bobsled. <laughs> yes, I know that's a funny thing in itself, but um, I did find myself learning to drive a bobsled in order to be part of the uh, Winter Olympic Shadow bobsled team. And it was during this time I had a really bad crash and I was concussed, I hit my head. Um, it could have been fatal if I didn't tuck my head into that bobsled. And through closing my eyes, going down ice at 120 kilometers an hour, upside down, all I could do was pray. And I distinctly remember in that moment, just with every ounce of my being, praying, Jesus, 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 because I didn't know what else to pray. It was a mixture of panic and lost hope. But when all I could feel was cold, um, I was concussed. I didn't know which way was up and I felt like all hope was gone. Jesus put his arms around me and drove me safely to that finish line. Flipped my sled up the right way when I wasn't even in control of the steering wheel anymore. Like I had no doubt in my mind that was a God thing. And finally, through faith and prayer, God worked through medical professionals to remove a tumour from my father's brain successfully. That took over 11 hours of surgery without complications, without problems, and he made a full recovery. <laughs> I know, right? It gives me chills. A full recovery when this tumour was so big, <laughs> anything could have happened. But God protected my father. That was a God thing. And not only in these miracles, but through moments of pain, heartache, 
through misfortune and illness in seasons of my life, but also through some of the greatest joy-filled or inspiring moments of my life, I truly believe Jesus was walking beside me like a best friend holding my hand through it all, no matter the results. And through faith, I have witnessed friends and family encounter God too. Friends that once didn't believe, that now believe. And that has changed their life. I have no doubt in my mind it was God. And now they have experienced the same sense of joy that I have when receiving God as their father. That they no longer find fulfillment in earthly prize, possessions, financial gains, that the fulfillment they've found in God is something <laughs> incomparable. That's what Christians experience through seeking a relationship with Jesus. And how does God fuel my life on the track and on the field as an athlete? Well, he lets me know that I am running for a greater glory, that the time at the end of the race, that number on the scoreboard at the end of a game won't change my life. It's what I do to show others the joy of Jesus working in their lives that really matters. It's like I'm proudly wearing the name Team Jesus across a competition bib in my everyday walk with life. It's like everything I do now, every encounter I have should be sharing the joy that Jesus has instilled into my life with the world. I think the greatest compliment I've ever received is, Lani, you're so happy all the time. Like there's such a um, infectious sense of joy within you. You must be a Christian. And that's how I aspire to live my life, that there's no question that there's no reason not that Jesus is working in me and using my life for a greater purpose. It's like when all the nerves I'm feeling on the start line of a race is too much, I pray. And I can look down to this little cross tattooed on my wrist that reminds me of the greatest sacrifice of all that Jesus made giving his life to set me free. The greatest act of love there ever was is for you and for me and for all those who accept it and invite it into their lives. That no amount of sin, fear, anger, embarrassment, shame or pain could ever take away that God loves you that much, regardless of what you've done right and regardless of what you've done wrong, regardless of any time of any race, he still loves you. And I think that's pretty cool. It's when you have nothing left, no energy left. It's in the gym when my muscles are aching, when I don't think I can go another level, that Jesus gives me the strength to level up, to persevere, that he knows his plans for me 
And that's why one of my favorite verses is Jeremiah 29, 11, which says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. This reminds me that even if I have a bad race, a bad game, a bad session or a bad day, that there are greater plans beyond my life as an athlete and beyond my life on this earth. That it's all for a greater reason and that I have a purpose as a Christian. That's where my greatest fulfillment lays. And why could I never go back to life without knowing God? Well, simple as Jesus has changed my life and he's essentially debunked everything I thought I once knew about the world, about my future, about the answers to life itself. It's quite humbling, really. Like now I'm able to live my life for something greater than myself, than any medal I'll ever win around my neck, any time I ever run, or any moment that I once thought was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I love this quote that says, your striving is in vain if your aim is to build up your own name. I've learned that no matter what goal, dream of mine, I will only gain true fulfillment in chasing God. And that reward is eternity. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 24 says, do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way that you get the prize. Now I understand that this relationship with God is a marathon, not a sprint. Sorry to all you fellow sprinters, but it is worth persevering a lifelong race with Jesus. How can you come to know God? Well, if you're someone who's a non-believer and wants to find out more about how they can receive Jesus in their life, my advice to you would be to seek someone you respect in your life that knows God, that really knows God. Maybe go and visit their church with them or their place of worship Ask them to explain the gospel with you. That's the New Testament of the Bible. And do your own research too. Read about how God has worked in someone's life, in someone's life that you admire, in someone's life that you follow. Listen to podcasts, maybe like this one, <laughs> or audiobooks on how other people have encountered God. And I invite you, friends, to seek a relationship with Jesus first. He will show you the rest. Well, friends, that's my testimony story. Thank you for listening. I'll be praying that God reveals himself in your life and continues to bless you and keep you safe. Until next time, this has been Fueled by Faith. I hope you've been encouraged by this faith story.